you know what? It's really fun to be here. Y'all know that theme music. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? How are we doing? How are we doing? And welcome to episode number 72A or 73, whichever one you want to call it, an emergency episode of the Banner Banter Podcast. What a surreal and crazy 12 to 24 hours this has been. Obviously, I'm talking about the fact that the Boston Celtics beat the Indiana Pacers and clinched a playoff spot the other night in Indiana. I'll I'll recap that game for you very shortly because it will probably be the last time I talk about the Boston Celtics for a very long time because last night the NBA announced that their season has been suspended thanks to a very tall French person who can block shots and might win defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert. What? Uh, I cannot tell. I am in, like, I'm not at a loss for words, but I'm also at a loss for words about everything that's going on right now. First off, you know, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. And basically stay 45 feet away from every single person that you see or come in contact with. Because this is getting crazy. So last night, I'm at work on the Twitter machine before I close up shop. And, you know, I obviously watched uh, President Trump, you know, lie to all of us and, you know, talk like an idiot about the coronavirus to try and make us feel all, make us all feel better. And then all of a sudden, the Oklahoma City Thunder, Utah Jazz game in Oklahoma City is about to tip off. And then I'm starting reading reports that the referees just ran off the court. And you're like, okay, that's that's a little weird. Like, what's going on? And they asked the players to leave the court. So you're like, okay, that's even weirder. And then some rumors started flowing around that there might be some Utah Jazz players who weren't feeling well. And you're like, oh, boy, here we go. Everyone's going to start overreacting about this, huh? And, like, 10 minutes later, the Oklahoma City PA guy is just like, hello, folks. Sorry about this, but the game has been postponed. Please leave the building in a orderly fashion. And I thought the favorite part, the best part about what he said was, I'm sorry, I don't have the audio, but for future events, please visit OKCThunder.com. Dude, there's not going to be any future events. Absolutely crazy. Then there were reports out that Rudy Gobert has the coronavirus. He is tested positive for the coronavirus. Absolutely insane. The reason why it's absolutely insane is because the Boston Celtics played Rudy Gobert and the Utah Jazz, what, five days ago, six days ago, last week, and then they also played them the week before that as well. So Daniel Tice, someone who probably has to cover him a great deal, that's that's horrifying. They also practiced, the Utah Jazz practiced at Emerson College the Thursday night, March 5th, before they played the Celtics. That's terrifying for everyone at Emerson. What is going on? Now there are reports that Rudy Gobert wasn't even 
in the arena, which obviously is a good thing. And what I mean by that is he wasn't in Oklahoma City. And I don't know, man. It is. This is wild. The fact that the Utah Jazz had to be quarantined in their own locker room in a circle while they're all wearing masks, not knowing what's going on, knowing that one of their teammates that they come in contact with a lot has the coronavirus. Absolutely insane. Now, a lot of people could say it's an overreaction. You know what? It might be. But for right now, since this is a pandemic, maybe it's not. But this is just wild. And I am, listen, obviously, number one thing is everyone's health. You know, obviously, you're worried about all the elderly people out there. All my grandparents have passed away, so I don't have to worry too, too much about the the older crowd, if you will. Uh, but this is a scary situation for the elderly community. And, you know, if you have a pre-existing condition, if you're a smoker, if you're obese, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's crazy how, how many people are being affected by this. You know, you can't travel. For example, I'm, I'm very interested. Uh, Bailey Smith, she is, um, oh my God, what's the best way to describe her? Sorry, this is all on the fly, folks, so I'm sorry for the ums and the ahs, but Bailey Smith, she is the female Jumbotron hype person for the Boston Celtics, and she's currently in London. So it'll be interesting to see how she gets back. You know, I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I know there's bans on some countries and not, and, you know, I have, a, I have some friends that live out in Italy that are just, like, in lockdown, you know, so I hope they're okay. This is just absolutely crazy. But from outside of a health perspective, from a Boston Celtics season ticket holder perspective, this sucks. Now, is my wallet happy? Sure. But what are the Celtics going to do? So for those uh, here, I'll just break it down for you. I'm on a 10 month payment plan with the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics send me a bill around this time of the year for the upcoming season, just saying, hey, this is how much your tickets are going to be. This is how much, you know, your monthly breakdown is going to be, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a good chunk of change. I'm not going to lie. I I can't even imagine how much people pay in the loge because remember, I'm last row balcony. So it's a good chunk of change. And obviously there are nine games left for the rest of the season, nine home games left the Wizards, the Knicks, the Trailblazers, the T-Wolves, the Heat, the Magic, the Bucks, the Pacers, and the Bulls? Yeah, I think that's it. I'm sorry. That, that's weird that I memorized it. But what are, what are the Celtics going to do with my money? Because I already paid them. You know, are they going to just pay me back? And I'm just going to get, you know, a good chunk of change back. Are they going to apply it to my playoff tickets if the playoffs happen? Are they going to apply it to next season? It's going to be very interesting, and it's kind of bizarre. Like, I am sure there are so many meetings. I work at a concert venue, for those of you that don't know. And, you know, we've had discussions and meetings on what to do and what not to do, and we're going business as usual, and that might, you know, that could change in the snap of a finger with with everything that's going on. So, I don't know. I'm, if you take away the health aspect of it, and you take away the money aspect of it, I'm like heartbroken over this because I struggle with, you know, some depression and anxiety and some stress and and all those things. And there's nothing I enjoy more than going to TD Garden and clearing my head and 
you know, obviously sometimes I act like an absolute lunatic while I'm at TD Garden. So you're like, are you really helping with your with your stress and your anxiety? N- yes, I, I am because it's it's something I don't have to worry about work, family, friends. It's literally just like I'm there. Nothing. I don't want to say nothing else matters, but you get what I'm trying to say. And the fact that I'm going to lose that over this thing is crazy. Now, I get when the Celtics lose, I get into a, you know when their season ends, I get into a pretty good funk for about like a month, you know, but. I can distract myself with maybe some other sports, whether it's, you know, the NCAA tournament or Major League Baseball or NASCAR, because I also have a NASCAR podcast, the Wicked Fast podcast. Check it out. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, et cetera, et cetera. So I can kind of distract myself with those things. But it's March. I'm used to not watching the Celtics, you know, I'll be honest, probably mid-May. Mid-May to about July 4th is when I'm really down in the dumps. And after July 4th, you know, I can watch the Vegas League or the NBA Summer League. So basketball is always there. I'm thinking about, like, everything. Like, what's going to happen with the Combine? What's going to happen with the NBA Draft? What's going to happen with the NBA Summer League? I I don't know what's going on. I, I To be honest with you, I don't think anyone what's going on. Like, are they just going to not have the regular season anymore. And then in, let's say two months, let's say in May, they start it up and it's the playoffs. That's going to be bizarre. That's going to be weird. You know, I don't know. Again, this is like an emergency podcast and I've just said a loss of words because having the Celtics like taken away from me is it sucks. It's like absolutely sucks. And I can't even do this podcast anymore. Until, like, what the hell am I going to do? What the hell am I going to talk about? I mean, I'm sure I could find something, but are you really going to be listening to me just ramble on about what's going on with the Boston Celtics when there's nothing going on with the Boston Celtics? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I could do a banner banter investigation for you once a week, but I don't know. This sucks. This absolutely sucks. But obviously, there's more important and worse things going on in the world, and that's what we have to focus on. Wipe down everything with some Lysol wipes, hand sanitizer, you name it. Just make sure that you're healthy. Please, 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 please. And to kind of liven up our mood, let's do a stud and dud of the last 48 hours, 72 hours since I released my last podcast. By the way, episode 72, out now to preview the upcoming games that aren't happening and recapping last week's shit show from the Boston Celtics. Check it out, but here's Stud and Dud of the Week. And now, it is time for the Celtics Stud and the Celtics Dud of the Week. Okay, this week's Celtic stud and dud of the week. Uh, the stud is going to go to Gordon Hayward. Absolutely. He had a great game in Indiana. 27 points, 10 boards, 5 assists. He gave me a little bit of a stroke passing up that alley-oop to Daniel Tice towards the end of the game. Luckily, Daniel Tice hit that three-pointer. But with that being said, Gordon Hayward, 13 points in the third uh, in the first quarter. He was terrific in the third quarter. Things are better when Gordon Hayward plays better. Don't you agree? 
I do. I mean, sure, was he a part of the fact that the Pacers came back and almost won that game, which we'll talk about after sudden dead of the week? Sure, absolutely. But your stud this week is Gordon Hayward, going back to Indiana, where he's from, and just crushing it. And the dud of the week is Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, you fucking idiot. What are you fucking doing? Make Like, sure, we can all joke about the coronavirus, you know, a little joke here, a little joke there, like, ha, 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 that's the way the world is. People try and laugh at bad situations, which is bizarre, but at the same time, I do it too. You know, you crack a joke here, you crack a joke there. For example, I was at the Star Market at uh, the Boston Hub, right across from where I work, and, you know, I saw someone FaceTiming someone with in in the beer section, you know, because I was walking through to get from one section to another. And the person was just like, well, hey, if you can't beat him, join him. And he grabbed like a Corona. Funny. Ha 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 ha. Hilarious. But Rudy Gobert, on the other hand, said he wasn't going to do, he wasn't going to wash his hands and do all this other crap. And then during a media availability, he goes up on Monday and literally just, when he's done, touches every single microphone. What the fuck are you doing? And now he has coronavirus. And now the Celtics, the Raptors, the Knicks, and all, I think the Cavs too, and all the teams that the Jazz have played now have to be in self-quarantine. So the Celtics are in self-quarantine. But the NBA is allowing teams to practice if they want. This is crazy. And it's all Rudy Gobert's fault. It's not, but he's a good person to blame at this point. Because what the hell are you thinking, dude? You... Yeah, I don't know. This sucks. This absolutely sucks. So thanks a lot, Rudy Gobert. <sighs> Anyways, that's your sudden dud of the week. Your stud, Gordon Hayward. Your dud, Rudy Gobert. And to just recap the Pacers game real quick, you know, the Celtics did clinch a playoff spot, which is great. 114 to 111 over the Indiana Pacers on Tuesday night at TD Garden. You know, the Celtics came out hot. Gordon Hayward, like I just mentioned, was very good. He scored 13 points in the first quarter, which was great. Then Tatum decided to get hot. He dropped 16 points in the second quarter. The Celtics expanded their lead just a little bit because of it. Another 30-point game for Jason Tatum. His defense was solid, too. I thought his defense was even better than his offense in this game. He had four steals in this game. He did a great job on TJ Warren, uh, causing a lot of tough, contested jumpers because TJ Warren lives in the mid-range, and the Indiana Pacers are one of the top five or six teams in the league with mid-range field goal attempts and mid-range field goal percentage. So I thought Jason Tatum did a great job. And, you know, the Celtics overall as a team, I thought they were getting better and better all game. They were up eight after one. They were up nine after two. The ball movement was there. Maybe not the amount of assists that, you know, we probably would have wanted as Celtics fans, but overall I thought the, the Celtics did a really, really good job overall and I thought it was the best that they looked probably since the all-star break minus that dreaded fourth quarter because that fourth quarter was something else I'll tell you that right now what what a at one point the Celtics were up 19 points they were up 19 points in the third quarter it ended up being 14 to start the fourth but going into that quarter the Celtics had a reasonable three-point percentage. They shot like 35% from three. They shot okay overall from the field, 45%. I think the Pacers shot 50%. They're at home. That makes sense. They out-rebounded them, especially in the offensive boards. They had a lot of steals. They had, you know, each team matched points on turnovers. But the Celtics, again, for whatever reason, just can't keep their foot 
on the gas when they have big leads. They were up 14 going into the third quarter. According to ESPN.com, with seven minutes to go, the Celtics' win probability was 99.4%. And then two minutes later, it dropped down to 19.7%. How does that happen? In two minutes. In two minutes, they, their win probability dropped about 80%. <laughs> you want to talk about having a stroke. Good Lord. That was wild and insane. Absolutely crazy. Oladipo went off. He, he was hitting everything under the moon. There was one play where I'm surprised they didn't even call an and one three-point shot that he hit, which was, you know, it looked like Victor Oladipo of old. It looked like the Victor Oladipo that beat the Celtics at the buzzer before he got hurt. Like, I think that was two years ago. And the fact that earlier in the season, when the Celtics were playing the Pacers in Indiana, and I think they were up 12 going into the fourth quarter, and they lost that game. I think that game was on, like, December 11th. It was also a road game as well obviously, if it was in Indiana, but absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy, but they pulled it off. But I'm telling you, the play where Gordon Hayward got an alley-oop and he was right there wide open and decided to pass it out to Daniel Tice, thank God Daniel Tice caught that three because if that's why the Celtics lost that game, Gordon Hayward would have been crucified to the moon. Absolutely to the moon. So the Celtics won, but... One last thing before I end this podcast, because it's an emergency one. It's quick. I want to make sure you're you're not distracted from staying healthy and washing your hands by listening to me. I am really worried about Kemba Walker. So maybe this NBA season suspension is a good thing for him. But Kemba was 3 of 12 from the field, 2 assists, just no impact at all in the game. And it's starting to get very concerning because ever since he's come back, since he got that knee drained, not a huge impact. Not the impact that we're used to seeing from Kemba in October and November and December and for the most of January before Jason Tatum decided to go off. So um, if this NBA season ever does come back, I am focused on Kemba Walker and how he's going to handle everything. I'm, I'm very focused on all of that. I really truly am. Now, can I give you a preview of what I'm hoping for the Celtics? <laughs> If or when the NBA season ever returns, health. And you're probably like, ha, 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 that's funny, the coronavirus. Of course everyone wants to be healthy. No, I'm literally talking about Time Lord's healthy, Kemba's healthy, with all their injuries that they have, Jalen Brown's hamstring issue, et cetera, et cetera. That is what I'm hoping for. That is what I need from the Boston Celtics. Some good non-coronavirus injury healing health. And that's that. So... For now, I I don't want to say Mamba out, but for now, uh, Banner Banter Podcast out. Episode 74 will return when the NBA returns. The second they announce that they're coming back, I will have a preview of every single game that they're playing that week, and I'll keep you posted with everything that I can. Thank you for letting me uh, r- basically vent and rant about this stupid virus. It's I mean, it's not stupid, but this... You get what I'm saying, this stupid, stupid virus that's ruining everyone's lives as of late and causing mass hysteria everywhere and people losing their minds and the fact that it's taken away my Boston Celtics from me just sucks. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk real soon. Toodles and noodles, X's and O's, wash your hands. Bye-bye. Sorry, but I'm gone. I'm history. And I dedicated my life to the Boston Celtics. I dedicated 
my life to the fans of Boston. I did my very best to please each and every one of you. Good night.